When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Broken and broke. You guys, our girl Wendy Williams is not doing well. And uh, Bradley had started us down that road before the break. Then also in the break, we were all researching further. And uh, apparently her family actually agrees with us that there is reason to be concerned. This is the Colleen and Bradley show. for sure. My Talk 1071, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. And what else did her family have to say, Bradley? Uh, Her family, well, basically, specifically her brother, Tommy, who we've talked about before, who's been concerned about his sister ever since she left Florida. She was with her family in Florida. Uh, I feel like they felt like they had uh, a good thing going as far as, you know, taking care of Wendy was concerned. Still a lot of questions about what's going on with her health, a.k.a. it's none of our business. But her family is now concerned that she's up in New York with this William Selby character. She's telling people that she got married. She's out and about. And it just doesn't look like the same Wendy Williams we're used to. Um, So people are concerned. Her brother also reached out to page six and said, um, we really should be concerned, uh, especially in regard to this latest story about her getting married. Quote, I've been with what now this is her brother saying that um, th- these recent appearances where she's talked about being married and everything is, quote, really sad. I've been with Wendy since the very beginning and she's never talked like this, but I don't think it's her fault. It's a precarious situation. Um, He then goes on to say that he'd spoken to her recently and she didn't mention anything about a husband. She wasn't getting married last week. I think it's kind of crazy and very unnerving. So this just tells us that, you know, again, it's not like I think there are people with motives here and I don't know what everybody's motives are. But I think I think by most accounts, it's clear that Wendy Williams is not in a good place. And so I would be concerned that someone's taking advantage of her. Uh, I agree. And you know who the the person who I'm the most, I feel the most concerned. I mean, I feel the most concerned for Wendy. I'll start there. But the thing that I, the person who I feel the most concerned for is her son. Because... Why? Because... By all accounts, he's kind of been the one that's been a constant by her side when they were in New York and then or I'm sorry, in Florida. And and, you know, that's a lot for a young person to handle, to not really know how to. I mean, we don't know what's going on with her, but but it seems like he's kind of in a position to carry all of that around for the family. Mm-hmm. Right? And it just makes me worried. I mean, he's like, what, 18, 19? Yeah, I don't know where he is. Are, are we talking about Kevin? Kevin, yeah. yeah her the, son. Her son with Kevin Hunter. Um, and, you know, we've... Remember the one... Remember when she first started that Instagram account and she was walking on the beach mm-hmm. and the person who she was walking with was Kevin, yeah. her 
her son. Mm -hmm. And they were trying to use that as a way of saying, like, look, she's fine. She's great. So she's clearly spending some time with her son. Whether or yeah, not but I don't she know still she's is, with, I don't know. I don't know if she's with him in New York ever since she's gone back. Ugh. I have no clue. But that's, you know, I, I just think that, like, her brother's talking about it uh, on the record. It seems like the family's concerned that mm. it's not okay. So it's not okay. Ooh. Well, thank you, Bradley, for bringing that update. And again, I mean, I do feel like we just uh, we keep saying the same thing about her because we just don't know what's going on. But it's clear that something is going on mm-hmm. and we just react to what we see well you know bradley um i wanted to uh share a little anecdote about something that i think a lot of people probably can relate to if you've been to a place where it's a very touristy area that i noticed on our trip to new york and it's how many people are just there for the gram oh have you met the world? Well, yes, but I don't I think, think you need to go to New York City to well, figure that out. But tell us just, what you saw. I don't. I just don't think I see, you see it every day when you're in Minneapolis. And maybe it's because I don't like hang out at the touristy attractions. I don't even know what you know, they really are. It's funny though. I will tell you. I drive by almost every day. I drive by the sculpture garden mm-hmm. on my way home from the gym, and I will tell you that I see people routinely staging photo shoots okay. out there. So I think you're onto something. So here's the thing. So we stayed in arguably like the most busy intersection in America uh, when we were in New York City. We stayed in Times Square, and it was like unnerving. You'd be walking, trying to get to a destination. You're in New York. You want to walk fast because everybody walks fast there. And suddenly everybody would stop because people would be doing full photo shoots right there in the middle of Times Square. And when I say in the middle of Times Square, I mean in the middle of Times Square. And it was every variation of there were some people who had a professional like photo taker okay there to get them in front of the ball they had a pose that they would be doing i saw a woman stop in the middle of a busy street to do a pose (laughs) i this is why we see headlines of people and i i you know i'm laughing because it's absurd but you know the the tragic uh inevitable conclusion of that is you see these horrible stories of people trying to get a photo and like a landmark or somewhere and ended up you know they end up like injuring if not hurting themselves permanently aka uh forever yeah yeah do you remember the guy who or i think it was it was a minnesota person who dropped into a a volcano do you remember that that was just a few weeks ago so anyway i kept on seeing it we went to coney island and it was the same thing you're out on the boardwalk and you're walking hey i'm walking here you're just trying to get from wherever you are to the next place you're going to and there's a you know 10 foot gaping hole in the way people are walking because somebody's crouched down and the other person is posing for the gram. We saw a woman with a guitar like posing on uh on the boardwalk. But see, so there's like that that's the extreme version of it. And then there's my children. And this is my official get off my lawn moment to my own children. But They were, it was like, we would try to tell them, hey, we want to go do this thing. It would be really cool. We're going to learn something. Ellis Island, for example. Sure. And they'd go, I mean, are there any places for cool flicks for the gram? 
Don't say flicks. That's flicks? what they say. They call them flicks. They call we them got, flicks? I got to flick up. I'm trying to God, flick up right like, now. That sounds like a boomer term, FYI. I know. But this is what they say. So, my, yeah, my 15-year-old all the time. I got to flick up, mom. I got to flick up. I'm trying to flick up. I'm like, what What are you talking about? One night he was like, I'm just going to go down into Times Square so I can flick up. I'm like, no, you may not. <laughs> yeah, like your kid Times is just going to walk out of the hotel into Times Square. Everything is about. In 2022. <laughs> and then you will get, you will be trying to go somewhere and you have to stop because they can't just take a picture. It has to be the perfect picture. I will say, like, I totally relate in that, like, I love taking pictures when I'm on vacation. I'm not, like, a selfie person because I'm just, like, I don't need to see me. I need to see the thing I'm seeing. Mm -hmm. But that's just, a, I think, an age thing Uh, because, like, we came into the world looking at things, not looking at ourselves. Um, But I do do appreciate, like, being the person who's, like, I got to get a photo. I got to get the right photo. And I'm always looking for the right photo. So I think that's just man the world we live in. But you but you have some control over that when you are photographing not yourself. When for example, I've now been hired as a photographer for my children <laughs> and I am routinely told that I am bad at it. Oh, which, oh, I do which that to we all, all understand, right? Because we do it People to, don't want to be around me when I'm taking photos or asking them to take my photo cuz well, cause you're, you're not, not taking control. the right angle. Exactly. You don't have control over it. We trust. We will. I will. I will on our behalf publicly apologize to Hannah for how many times we have asked our social media she manager so to take a different herself. picture because we don't like the one that like, she you're took. the social media person. You understand. I. <laughs> but see, here's the thing. Like, I think I know because I know what angles I would like the camera to be at. So I'm trying to do that with my kids. And they're like, no, mm-mm, no, mom. Yeah, All well, I'm their, trying to their say aesthetic is, is different than ours. Yes, it's the the world is changing. Get off! What my was lawn. their favorite photo? Everything for the gram. Oh, my son. What got some real engagement for them? Uh, my eldest, my 15 year old, in front of the Statue of Liberty, holding a package of fruit snacks. <laughs> Mm-hmm. That's a thing. I'm dead serious. That's that a meme? That to... was, no, so that like, was his sense of humor. The was this on his gram? It's on his gram. It's uh, under the. Uh, it's under. And one of actually, I took this picture. He liked this one of him walking. He allowed He's not that one up in through. My feed. Oh, sorry about it. Uh, here it is. It's you gotta flick. You gotta. You gotta scroll, scroll <laughs> through the flicks. Snacks? Who knows? This is what I'm saying. Like, Mom, get this off, is really cool. Get I got my fruit well, snacks. Yeah, is it like does that stand for something? Great. Now I'm one of those paranoid probably, people. Yeah, Do like, you know it's 10 oh, p.m.? Do you know where your children yeah. are? No, because that's a drug thing. reference. Because here's he's other saying thing. he's gonna snort lines off his girlfriend's <laughs> behind. <laughs> they do this to us all the time. Throw up the fours, Mom. And I'm like, what am I saying? No, that yeah. seems no, no, don't. No, but I googled it before I threw threw up the fours, and it's it's fine. It's just what they're doing it's like peace you know but it's like throw up the fours it's four, fine like it doesn't mean fingers. anything four fingers i guess it's better than throwing up the one thank you <laughs> when we return on the colleen and bradley Somebody's show gonna email and be like do you know actually i'm sure they will that is a sign for <laughs> satan and i don't know could it be <laughs> thanks for calling children satan? when we return on the Colleen and Bradley show. Uh, I know some. there are some kids that we're really concerned about, and they're Britney Spears 
and Kevin Federline's kids. And uh, they've got a message, and we're here to listen to it when we come back after this on My Talk 1071. Well, we've been talking a lot about Kevin Federline the last couple days because of this interview he's doing with ITV. Uh, and he said some questionable things, and Bradley's got an update on one of those questionable things. Let's get the Cobra Gang together. Let's do it. Whenever there's trouble, whenever on the double, we're the Cobra Gang. If you've got the crimes, we've got the time, we're the Cobra Gang. Oh, you guys, Kevin Federline's attorney is firing back. Oh. Um, Who fired first? I know, right? Like, I don't know. There's this like just this weird kerfuffle happening in public uh, between Kevin Federline and Brittany, a.k.a. Brittany, uh, but Brittany and her husband. It's weird saying that now, know, but right? that's what it is. They're married. Uh, Sam Asgari. So we and we talked about this story yesterday that. um Oh God! Remind me now how we got started. So uh, my brain—it's okay. I'll get. I'll. I'll lay the groundwork. So Kevin Federline did an interview oh, that will right. air right. on ITV and uh, in multiple parts. It's a multi-part interview, and uh, he talks about a whole lot of things and he says some surprising things. And uh, Brittany and one of the things he talks about is why the boys aren't in contact with their mother, Brittany Spears. Brittany Spears didn't like that. She clapped back. And then Sam Asgari backed the clap. And and now apparently a lawyer is clapping. And it's applause now. Yeah, everybody's, (laughs) I can't hear anything because everybody's clapping. (laughs) Uh, No, but but essentially you'll remember like Kevin said all these salacious things. Uh, If we Lori and Julia this, Hollywood speak that is. He was making some money on an interview, mm-hmm. and it's because, well, his money's going to start running out. He's got things to talk about and details hot goss to drop, right? And some people are like, that's kind of a bad look because it's your kids and the kids, your kid's mom, despite whatever truth there might be. So mm-hmm. that's where things were. Well, now his attorney is like, um, Hey, and, and TMZ caught up with his attorney. And I will say, if you have time, I don't want to play the audio because it's really bad audio. It's like he's on the street and it's not like he doesn't have a mic in his face. Hmm. But uh, Kevin Federline's lawyer, Mark Vincent Kaplan, responded to the, quote, attacks on Kevin Federline by Brittany and Sam. Right. I wouldn't call them attacks. I would just say they were responding to his like tabloid interview. Yeah. Right. Um, they catch him outside of Craig's in WeHo. Oh, I wonder how they knew he was there. Oh, weird. Oh. Hmm. Isn't, like, isn't Craig's the place you go to see and be yeah. seen? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, uh, anyway, he it's actually an interesting interview in that he sounds very rational. He's like, look, they love their mom and uh, it's just weird and awkward and they're teenage boys right now and they just they don't have a lot of contact with her. And it's not that they don't love her, but essentially, um, you know, Kevin's just doing the best he can. Like, it sounds very, very predictable. Yeah. Right? Like, it's like trying it's, to smooth stuff over. There's nothing to see here. Yeah. Yeah. This is all very normal, natural, interpersonal family relations. Exactly. Nothing to see here. But what one thing in this interview that I thought was interesting is the TMZ guys like, what do they think about Jamie? And 
that is the grandfather, right? The father of Britney Spears. Mm-hmm. Who they have a restraining order against. Who there's a restraining order against because he allegedly supposedly roughed up one of the kids. I don't remember if it was Sean or Jaden, but um, like put him in a closet or something, right? Wasn't there something about a closet? I, I think so. Anyway. I, yeah. So there's a restraining order and um, he's like, yeah, they miss their grandpa. You know, they really... Um, the, the restraining order naturally is just going to like fizzle out and then he'll be able to see his grandkids again. And, you know, it's just, he's totally playing everything down, which you have to believe is just strategic move, right? Strategic move because, Mm -hmm. um, have you been paying attention to Britney Spears' attorney lately? Mm Mm-hmm. His name is Matthew, Matthew Rosengart. Yep. He has been very clear that he is coming for Jamie Spears. Oh, he is a bulldog. And that means that Jamie Spears is going to have to sit in a deposition. Mm-hmm. Means he's going to have to sit on the other side of very high profile lawyers and ask real or answer really uncomfortable questions. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying I know what's going on, but I'm not surprised that now Kevin Federline's attorney's like, yeah, everybody's fine. They just love everyone. They're just trying not to get in everyone's way. Like he is totally like downplaying anything that Kevin has said, which is like, well, that's interesting. Then why is Kevin saying those things? Like, well, do you think maybe the attorneys like Kevin shush because yeah, quiet uh, down. we don't want to get mixed up in this uh, litigation? Well, he's clearly trying to hedge his bets here because he's trying to smooth things over on the Jamie side. But he's apparently fine ruffling Britney's feathers. Well, but his attorney's not, which exactly. is why he's come out and started saying, Oof. like, oh, it's fine. They love her. She's great. Yeah. We'll keep an eye on it. Don't worry. When we come back, though, on the Colleen and Bradley show, we're going to keep our eye on some celebrities behaving badly. We call D-bags. them after this. Oh, celebrities behaving badly. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley show. My talk 1071. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Hi. And we have a name for them. We call them D Bags. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. All the tabloids in the entire world. All of the tabloids? Yeah, I don't know. That At thing? least the ones that clogged up my feed with this stupid headline that's all attributed to a Hollywood Life by Bonnie Fuller article, and it's completely out of context. <sighs> Let me explain. Okay. okay, so there's this Hollywood Life by Bonnie Fuller uh, article that goes like this. Headline. Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck's time apart after wedding, making love stronger. Okay. What? It essentially is about how the two of them are busy. They're movers and shakers. They just got married, and that's great. But they got work to do, so they're spending some time apart. But they know the demands of their job, and uh, they're going to use that to make their love even sweeter. So that the times they're apart are, you know, absence makes absence the heart makes the heart grow, grow fonder. fonder. And then when they come together, they're going to make sweet, sweet love. You know, it, this is the way they're trying to spin the story. I don't know where the story came from. I don't even care. This is uh, some source close to the couple that exclusively revealed to Hollywood Life that they're completely okay with time apart. Right? So that's what the story is. And I don't even know that it's really a story or really it's just an effort to keep them both in headlines and let you know that they're super busy. But then I go over to my Google News feed, and this is how that has been chewed up and spit out, okay? Uh, Lots of people 
have lots of outlets are taking that and running with it in a different way. Like this website, 2949. Uh. J-Lo and Ben Affleck are separated? Or Bola VIP, did Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck break up? What is really going on? Or another tabloid, Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck split three weeks after their wedding. I'm tired. Did you read any of these articles, Colleen Lindstrom? No. They're all exactly the same. Yeah. I was going (laughs) to ask you, because it sounds like something we talked about in the last hour, a phenomenon Mm -hmm. in our blind items being that celebrities, people, whoever, Mm -hmm. will plant these stories and just repeat the same ones over and over again for a nice little fee. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Look, it's almost like... Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck have decided to part ways after spending their honeymoon with the family a few days ago and getting married three weeks ago. The couple will be going through their first estrangement, and this decision will, a priori, be mutually consensual for the betterment of the marriage. Was this written by a bot? Yes! Woo! So I just... be All I'm trying to say is the following... Be aware of what you're reading. Check be your sources. Be our guest. Be our guest. Put your truthism to the test. Exactly. Do your work. Do your homework. Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck are not getting a divorce. They did not split. They're going to no, work this is just like, like good little celebrities. Second tier tabloids trying to get clicks. Right? And like, hello, magazine says Jennifer Lopez's unique living situation amid Ben Affleck wedding revealed. Okay, it's not a unique living situation, especially for two celebrities. Uh, yeah. And also, whatever. This is just lies. I wonder, I was going to look at Google Trends to see if, um, because this is also could just be pumped by, I think, to your point, Holly, uh, the... Uh, what are we calling them now that they're married? Ben of forever, Ben of forever, like industrial complex, mm-hmm. like to get their name in headlines for a week. Like, okay, here's a way to get their names into headlines for a week. Yeah. Even though it's like low second rate story. Yeah. It doesn't even matter how true the story is Yeah, or how good the story is, yeah. or even if the story is a story. Exactly. Clicks. Clickety click. Clickety clack. Who's your D-bag, Bradley? Oh, Ezra Miller. Oh. oh. I feel like, is there anything stronger that we could call him? What do you mean? Them? I'm just saying D-bag feels mild. Oh, well. the behavior that we've become you know, accustomed to. Ezra Miller charged with felony burglary no days deal. after Warner Brothers Discovery CEO Zaslav praises Flash movie. I think there's more than one D-bag in this story, but I don't want to get ahead of my skis. So I will just simply start by telling you about Ezra Miller, who, by the way, plays Barry Allen, a.k.a. The Flash, in headlines mm-hmm. because there is a felony burglary charge against Miller, which comes just about a year before this movie is supposed to come out, which by the way, is going to be one of the largest or is one of the largest. It's a hundred million dollar film, part of their like big ass franchise. Jeez. And so the story is about Ezra being charged with felony burglary in Stanford, Vermont, according to a release or a report, rather, from the Vermont State Police, the alleged incident occurred May 1st, involved missing bottles of alcohol from a local residence. 
according to the report. Surveillance video indicated Miller's involvement, and they issued a citation, and they rather, uh, that is, uh, Ezra Miller was issued a citation on Sunday to appear in Superior Court in September. Mm. Now, so that is just like the latest incident following a pattern of disturbing behavior from Ezra Miller. Mm -hmm. And so, obvious D-bag, black and white, right? Like, you don't steal... Right. You don't kidnap. Right. You don't awkwardly try to control the lives of young women. Yeah. Because those, those are the stories we've talked yeah. about. In also, the wasn't there an ass- there was like a, a, an assault, like a public assault? Yes, or, yes. Yeah, that, that's after a string of, of assaults, yeah. right? And also spanning the country. Like, I don't know what's going on with Ezra Miller, but you've got to believe something is going on that needs to be addressed because that doesn't seem like healthy behavior Mm-mm. from literally one end of the country to the next. That is Hawaii all the way to Vermont. Mm-hmm. I mean, unless something has happened in Maine, there could not be a wider spread of of uh, problematic behavior. And that's AKA just crime. That's just what's been reported. Exactly. So that's a black and white case of uh, debaggery for this segment but Mm -hmm. i I also go back to i think the hint hint that cnbc was trying to make in the headlining of this article uh ezra miller charged with felony burglary days after uh the ceo of warner brothers praises flash and that's because there's there's just this huge question mark over the flash movie and what if anything warner brothers is going to do about it uh, as relates to Ezra Miller, because all of this problematic behavior thus far has sort of not led them to like nothing's changing. This movie is no. going on, and by all accounts, it's going to be a great film, or it is a great film, and they are just pushing forward despite Which, all of this controversy. And you said this at the very beginning of the story too, Bradley. This we are a full year out still, yeah, from this movie, and Ezra Miller is still running around. The world, I mean, having to like minorly account for their behavior, but not so there's what I'm saying is there's a lot of time for this kind of behavior to continue. It's only I mean, if if this is what's happened a year out. Right. I mean, you just have to believe that the people at Warner Brothers are like, oh, yeah, like, especially can I just can I just talk about the optics of this, much less like the ethics, much less the reality. Remember, this is we're not even a week out, Holly. Remind me if I'm getting this wrong, but we're not even a week out from learning that Warner Brothers scrapped a big ass film uh, in terms of Batgirl. Now, that was going to be a straight to streaming DC film. But it cost $90 million. It had in its uh, lead role, um, you know, a female actress um, who, like, this would have been a pioneering first role for uh, for a movie like this. And to then have that movie get yanked through right. no fault of, of everyone involved on that film. Wait, why did it get yanked? Just because oh, so they were so like, missed yeah, I So missed they this. yanked the film because they're cutting costs. And literally, the movie is in post-production, I think, right, Holly? Yep. Movie's in post-production, meaning it's it's largely done. They want the tax write-off because it's a long story. There's a huge merger between Warner Brothers and Discovery, and they are trying to save, to show investors like they're going to write the ship, and they're trying to save a bunch of money. Mm-hmm. Did I tell that correctly? Yeah, and their strategy right now is that 
they're saying the Batgirl movie is not very good. And so rather than tarnish the DC brand further, mm. they'd rather just take the tax right off and put it on the shelf indefinitely. But optically, here you have this like female driven, well, and female woman of color driven film, right? With like some amazingly talented directors and other actors and everybody who put this film together. Like, so on the heels of that announcement, like through no fault of their own, they get their project pulled. This to is then what, see yeah, another story yeah. and headline about the main character in a film that they're gonna go forward with. Mm-hmm. It just it looks horrible. It's it, bad, bad optics. It looks real gross. Yeah. It smells bad. It's all around. Yeah, I don't know how they'll and recover we're, from. And we're they still will. A year out. Well, it yeah. would be one thing like if this movie were to come out next week, you can see them just being like holding their breath, right? Getting it out. Moving on. Yeah, and then nothing to see here. But we still but we have, have a, a full ramp up. year. We have a total ramp up. But here's the thing, and this is where mm, we have short memories. We have short memories, and that's what they're gambling on. Well, short memories, but a year for I know. Ezra Miller to make headlines to remind us to get things fresh in our memory. I think they're just hoping that they'll be able to release this <laughs> You've thing gotta, and make some money off of old, it and move on. The old Hollywood studio, they would have kidnapped Ezra Miller at this point. <laughs> and stuck them in a warehouse. Oh, yeah. Eddie Mannix, MGM's old yes, school fixer. Would be like, mm-hmm. beep, boop, boop, here's beep. what we're going to do. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yikes. <laughs> Come with me. <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, you know, trust us when we tell you that we will continue to tell you what Ezra Miller is doing wrong. And then you'll remember when that movie comes out. Yeah. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, oh, you guys, I, we are all going to take part in a journey together. Ooh. It is a journey of secondhand embarrassment. Yeah. It is a journey yeah. of Tyra Banks. Oh. It is a journey that involves Beyonce. Oh. And we are going to be thankful to Kiki Palmer Ooh. after this on My Talk 1071. <laughs> Thank you, Holly. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hi. Hi. Um, so if you said the words Tyra Banks to today's youth, they would probably think of what? Well, uh, I mean, depending on like how deep they go on uh, the Internet, I, I bet they would probably think Dancing with the Stars. Exactly, because that's the thing we've been talking about lately. Uh, and that's the thing she's been doing lately and we've been judging lately. However, she's been hosting that show. She basically is the reason that um, Tom Bergeron get got outed, but we don't or ousted, I should say. But we don't want to talk about that because what we want to talk about is that she did a, a she actually did a talk show. She also did a reality show called America's Next Top Model, but she had a daytime smiles. She had a daytime talk show mm-hmm. and I religiously watched that ding dang mm. show. Holly, I know you did too, right? Yeah, many a college afternoon spent watching Tyra. Right? Um and I don't quite know what that show offered us, but I remember finding it mildly entertaining. Um, but we have a, a big thank you to say right now to Kiki Palmer, who uh, shed light on a um, what would it be? What's that called? A uh, montage mm. that was provided by somebody else on Twitter. Okay. So uh, somebody with the Twitter handle, handle, call me Miguelito, 
shared this montage of an interview that Tyra Banks did with Beyonce. And uh, the caption was, this is why Beyonce doesn't do interviews anymore. And then Kiki Palmer subtweeted it, like put it back out there. And everybody is cringing. Oh, and gosh. I thought, you know what we love on this show? <laughs> so you, you we were love like, we're going to make you cringe. Yep, we love secondhand embarrassment. But I just need you to listen to this because it's ridiculous. So let me just quickly set the stage. This uh, is an interview, as I said, on Tyra Banks' talk show, um, which, by the way, i got to see when that ran so that we have some kind of idea. I don't know exactly when um, this took place, but this talk show ran uh, in the early aughts. So it ran from like 2006, maybe, to 2010. It's a little earlier than that, only because it was during the heyday of America's Next Top Model. Oh, thank you. She was like, I'm going to do it all. Smize. So she is sitting down with Beyonce, who is... Beyonce, but she's not the Beyonce that we know now. Okay. But she's Beyonce. I mean, she's still a big deal. And Tyra was like, was there a time when she wasn't the Beyonce we know now? But I get your point. Right. Like she's now she's like uh like out of this world. But even when she was in um Even when she was a mere mortal. But even when she was in Destiny's Child, she was Beyonce, but she wasn't Beyonce. So Tyra Banks, no doubt, because you know how Tyra Banks thinks, thought, I I don't want to ask her all the same old tired questions. Oh God. So I'm gonna Tyra eyes. No. Yep, see, we're getting there. So she decides to go on this pun journey, and it is a journey. So here's, and all you're going to hear, you're not going to hear Beyonce's answers. All you're going to hear is Tyra's questions. And that's enough. You might hear Beyonce reacting, but it's all fake. Meaning Beyonce is not amused. Okay. Here we go. I'm ready for a different interview with Beyonce. Beyonce. When was the last time you bought something in a store? Say on say. Say on say. If you could communicate with anybody that has passed away, who would it be? Brie on say. What's your favorite type of cheese? <laughs> no, she did. You get older. Are you going to dye your hair? Clay on say. Have you ever voted on American Idol? Slosha fierce. When was the last time you was a little tipsy? Squasha fierce. What sport do you like to play? Kasha fierce. Who's your favorite Spice Girl? I wish she would have asked her favorite gourd. Do you sing in the shower? Joshua fierce. Which Josh do you think is sexier? If I were a whore. I know that you like to take vacations on boats. If I were Tolstoy. Can you do a Russian accent? No! Different interview with the... It's so bad. You if guys. Cheese on say. What was the cheese one again? Brianse. I cheese on say would have been better. Tell story? What did she say? So Can you do a Russian accent? So so she what she's what she's obviously doing is she's taking all of the Sasha Fierce oh, yeah. Beyonce yeah. moment and punning it. So yeah. if I were a Into boy, the if I were Tolstoy. Oh, you guys. Colleen, why did you do that to because us? Because I couldn't just hold that I by myself. I also love that you had to, ex- you just thought you had to explain how that worked. As if, <laughs> like, like <laughs> as if, as if the five times she did it in a row wasn't That's enough. True. That's true. Oh you my guys, God. I saw that yesterday Poor and I Beyonce. had two simultaneous thoughts. My first one was, 
What, what am I doing wrong? Because that woman now hosts <laughs> Dancing with the Stars. Right? But also, the, I watched that and found that entertaining. Clayonce. Oh what my was gosh. the clay one? Uh... What was that like, one? Something about like, art? What was your favorite Gumby character? No. Oh, it was uh, Clay Aiken. Oh. So that oh, was, it was, do, who's, who, do you ever watch American Idol or who's your favorite oh on American Idol? God. You guys. Oh. She had a whole room full of people that were probably spitting those things out while they brainstormed. Yeah, no, but I, I bet, no. But you would no, never say in them fact, in front of Beyonce. She, she you. was the one spitting those things out and her producers were like, <laughs> okay. So, yeah, no, that's <laughs> funny, but like once. Yeah. We're not doing, and she's like, no, 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 I know. That's why my name is on the show. That is the and you're whole like, oh, entire honey, interview. No, do that once. Like, any one of those in its entirety in circa, like, what are we dealing with here? Circa 2000. The, what was Sasha was, Fierce? The, like, oh, 2007, maybe. Okay. So circa 2007, she does like Clayonce fine or <laughs> cheese on say. Um, cheese. It's Brianna. Thank I'm you. Just, oh, 2008. Oh, 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 I'm sorry. <laughs> Lest. Sorry. I've watched it three times. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, one of those things, fine, but oh my god, right? Poor Beyonce. Well, that's okay. So, Holly, because you were looking at it yes. while you were playing it, yes. can you describe Beyonce's face throughout this entire interview? Sure. <laughs> it's that like she's like it's the Botox there's... face. Yes. <laughs> That you give when you don't want to admit how you actually feel yes. on the inside. Meanwhile. So as not to offend. Tyra is smizing at Beyonce. Oh, she's smizing her face off. And I'm smiling. And I'm sure Beyonce is like, where is the exit? Yeah. How do I get out of here as fast uh, as possible? But- also, I can just imagine the car ride home was like. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm sure she was like. I, I'm sure she was like, I will never do an interview again. Yeah, if I were Beyonce, I would have been one. like, here, let me do one. Tyra on say, I am tyra of oh. this interview. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah, now, oh. that shows that Beyonce is a consummate professional sitting there, right? listening to oh, Tyra, yeah. entertaining today, her, amusing her. Can I just say today that interview would not happen for a number of reasons, because Beyonce's not doing that interview, Mm-mm. and also she doesn't have that show. But, like, uh, a similar experience between actors, like, uh, performers, whatever, celebrities, I just think that the celebrity would just be like, what are you doing? Like, this is horrible. Or like, right? you know, I, I I mean, they wouldn't be rude, but I just think they would call out the like, okay. I bet that, that I'm sure Beyonce was like, I am done doing live interviews from now on. It's Oprah. I must see it. Well, now you know why celebrities ask for the questions in advance. Thank you. Which they do. And they oh, should. Because of Tyra Banks, you guys. A little history lesson. Bacon on say. Oh. Do you like your bacon crispy or flappy? When we come back after this on the Colleen and Bradley show, we're going to do a little junk or genius. We're talking about pizza. Bradley will tell us. Oh, we could do pizza's court. Well, let's do that too. Should Whatever. We do that? Throw it all in there.